Hello, and welcome back to Ben and Mike's Film Room. And we saw Thor recently, the first one. Thor, the first one, was... It was was a little bit of a trip. I think oftentimes I forgot about all the details of the movie. I remember the the first part being really, really cool, and then stuff happens, and then the ending, there was a kind of a cool fight... The end. That's what I had originally remembered. And I have to say, that's a pretty good summary of the movie. Yeah. Um, now, as for reference people, we actually saw this movie almost a week ago. Ben here remembers it better than I do. In that, he can remember most of the things in what order they happened, I think. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, I'm just a little more scatterbrained about it. But, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Um, like, now I wasn't paying as much attention in this one because I felt like I was more on making, trying to make jokes during the movie, which, that's just me, personally. So I might have been a bit, a bit distracted there. And I have a little bit of a fan theory about this movie itself. That as we go, I think I'll talk about it. Did you talk uh, about it while we were watching it? A tiny bit? It was pretty much that the movie is good until a certain point, and then it just takes a nose to die for no real reason. Okay. So, so. We'll get there. Okay. So. Rude. A burp to begin. The beginning burp. I'm not even sure if that registered. Maybe. It was a little tiny of a burp. But. Yes. Anyway. So it basically starts off with um, Selvig, uh, the man scientist, and the woman from Star Wars. The woman from Star Wars. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Jane Foster, right? Is in the is what yes, is in the movie. I, I believe so. Um, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen her in basically anything. Okay. Well, that's because anyway, we'll we'll talk about that later. I'm just okay. saying. So there. Yeah, driving the dr- truck. They're driving the this to this weird tornado-looking thing. Though I think they, th- I think that they think that it is a astrological event. It is. They say that they thought it was going to be a solar solar aurora, like at the North Pole, the Northern Lights. They thought it was that type of thing happening. Yeah, they called it. Oh. You said it was a solar aurora. That sounds I, that sounds like it could be in the movie, but I don't think it actually was. It was. But, so they're going to this thing, and, and they, they just hit Thor. They hit Thor in the face. Well, with the vehicle, yeah. Twice. When you hit someone several in the face. Times, several times. Uh, but, yeah, then it goes flashback to nine, 954 A.D. B.C.? A.D. Thanks, Wikipedia. Uh, it's at like 965. That, okay. AD. That seems like... I don't know why that detail's in the Wikipedia and not in the movie. I don't know much or about... No- I don't know much about North mytho- Norse mythology. Not North mythology. Mm-hmm. The direction. But, um, I don't know. To me, anything... Any form of mythology being post-BC... Like, everything in A.D., I don't think, has any kind of mythology in the back of my mind. I think about, like, yeah. Romans, Egyptians. That's true. A lot of the 
So maybe, mythological stuff happened way back. Yeah, so I don't know. So it, and, it was. It's just. It's easy to forget that this thing supposedly happened then. But uh, anyway, yeah, they th- are yeah. going. About, we do a cutback way too far back. Yes, but also kind of early. We're really in so another we, land. Yes. Or are we here? Nor- or on Earth? It, it was probably Norway. <laughs> so um, we cut back, and there's a. No, it's. It's Odin telling this story about how he defeated the Frost Giants to his children, both Thor and Loki. Yes. And they're in the treasure room. And Thor's a punk at that age. He's like, oh, I just beat him up. I'm yeah, the ima- worst. Imagine, ah! Zach, like, imagine Zach from Zack and Cody if he looked a little better. <laughs> wow. If he was, Which one was the fat one? I think the fat one was Zach. It was? Okay. At, at I t- just didn't know. I knew they're, they're twins. It's hard to tell, but one of them suddenly got fat. Well, now the other one, now, well, now Cody is in Riverdale. Wow. As Tash. Jughead. As Jughead? I believe. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I don't watch every CW show, people. That, so, wait. There's no time for this. Yeah, what about the sweet life? Uh, I guess it's over. The sweet life in Riverdale. Uh, <laughs> murder. <laughs> I murdered him. Um, so, yeah. So they're telling the kids, oh, back in the day, I sure did save save everyone. I, I sure was a good king. Yeah. And was. I saved all the people. And then we find out in Thor 3 that was tr- wrong. Uh, well, at every turn, like... Odin in this in Marvel, Odin is like the worst. Is he? Like he comes off as wise and all knowing, but almost always he makes terrible decisions and tells nobody. Why wouldn't he tell Loki the big twist for his own life that he is in fact the son of the enemies? Why would you do that? Okay. Why wouldn't you do that? That okay. makes no sense when it's like in his biology to turn blue when, when touch- he comes with my cold stuff. He's like taking when a he bath touch- or goes outside when in he the touches- cold. He's suddenly blue. When he touches a frost giant, he turns blue. And when he touches the not tesseract The thing, casket. The casket. It's called the casket, but I don't think I ever even heard... He said... They say it like once or twice. It's pretty offhand. Yeah. But it is like a real Norse uh, relic item that's supposed to release the frozen winter wonderland. Yeah, I'm glad we went there. And unleashes Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, so Odin is supposed to be really smart, but he's just... Okay. Plot. Okay. I mean, but great cast. I know though. what scene you're talking about. It's when Loki is grabbing the. We're gonna go kind of back and forth here, people. Um, it's when he's grabbing the casket and he turns blue and he's like, "Were you ever gonna tell me or something, or why did you bring me in?" And he, and he said, "No." He says, "Who am I?" And he says, "Like you're my son." And I get what you're saying. Why make that the plot twist to his life? Why destroy his world? Destroy his trust of you? But also, it's some really good acting there. It was a good scene. I mean, they're both... Tell me! Hey. (laughs) That's me doing a terrible... Yeah, that really really undercuts the emotion (laughs) of the scene. That undercut it? I disagree. Oh, wow. But, anyway, so Odin's a really cool guy in the movie... Like, it, it starts out, and I think the whole Asgard universe is pretty stinking magical, 
and it's super fun times. There's there's kind of a theme that runs in the early days of Marvel that magic is really just science. But then, but event- not really. Okay, it takes it's, a turn. It's like when in twelve it, movies. No, it takes a turn at Doctor Strange. Well, they're the, they're the definitive difference between magic in post and pre and post Doctor Strange. But they kind of dance on that with Ant Man. How they go that into is the not quantum? So, that's dimensions, so that, my friend. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying the quantum it's a tiny realm dimension is also the astral. Anyway. Even though, even though it's supposed, it's supposedly sh- okay, that's for Ant Man eventually. I'm just saying. Okay. okay. Um, so back to Thor starts out really strong. We get this cool background story of the Frost Giants in Jotunheim, which they say they say the word Jotunheim like six hundred times in the beginning. Jotunheim. 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 And oi, they, oi, oi. there's a big. Um, ceremony happening, and Thor is about to be crowned king, and he's saying the words as if they've already planned it out, like they all know what's gonna happen. He's like, and I'm gonna make you the king. Oh! No. There's frost giants. Gong. Yeah, and they're walking through, and this, also this is where you see the fake Infinity Gauntlet, which, uh... For, like, two frames, by Which the way. is the point! It's a treasure room, you're not supposed to see everything, but... Okay. Now, in Thor Ragnarok, they literally make fun of this. It's true. Because it's actually the wrong hand as well. Well, that's nice. That makes it easier. But it but also, canonically, it makes no sense because, wait, in Infinity War, they made the gauntlet with... It sounds like they made it right in, with, during that movie. They wanted people to know that that's what was going to happen. They wanted the fans to... I just think their whole seeding the ideas. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. So, the crazy thing is, Odin has this magical sense where he can sense that Frost Giants have snuck into his secret cavern of treasures that he puts all his valuable weapons and treasures in one single room. I can't prove this. And he's like, oh, the giants. And he hits his staff, and no one there can see it, but a, a, a giant super robot thing shoots a fireball well one fire beam at them and blows them all up they die. okay one i think they own he only notices them there because odin he's sort of um he's not omnipresent true but at the very least i think he's very like he has some magical thing going on where he's aware of things I mean, I'm, Not he so, does have an all-seeing eye, supposedly. Only one, though. Uh, yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, yeah. he gave up one to get... Anyway. Okay, are you just getting that from no, the Son of the Mask movie? No, that's actually from <laughs> mythology. That's where. That's what I knew Loki from before these movies. Wow. That's something. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Loki! <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't even seen Son of the Mask. That's like one of Never. those... Sequels that's so bad you should just never touch it. There's all sorts of ones like that. Like there, oh, mm, we yeah. were, well, we were talking about Ice Age earlier. I know. Uh, uh. Anyway, sorry, keep getting off track here. Um, so yeah, he has. I think he has some sort of awareness about like, and I think they he only notices when they grab the mm. when they grab the nest. The casket. Casket. The nest? A casket, I think, basket, <laughs> and then I think nest. They all, it's just a quick 
path. Yes, and <laughs> the nest. Uh, uh, the frozen nest. Uh, and that, like... It might even have been when the guards died or whatever in that scene. Yeah, possible. But, so... Yeah, he then knocks... He then pounds his staff into the ground, and then the destroyer? I think so. Comes out. One it's, of those generic names. It's like a... It's like... Think of a robot Power Ranger guy. Yeah. I can't be sure, but... Oh, on man, it, it I can't, so cool. I can't... It... Vision, saw, yeah, it was, was like, cool. Wow, this is super awesome. It looks like it's run by magic because magic technology is magic. Also, um, I can't be sure, but the thing I said about the Power Ranger, the Metal Power Ranger thing, honest trailers might have used that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, quinti- uh, not coincidentally, but interesting fact: they actually got the d- director of Thor to watch the honest trailer oh, of Thor. That's fun. They did the same thing with Ant-Man too. Oh, interesting. And Ant-Man too. <laughs> that that was good. Yeah. So this thing happens, Thor's in a rage. He says, "Oh, we should go fight him because I like to fight and also I think that's what a king should do because I have no idea what I'm doing." And here's the story arc, right, of Thor learning from his arrogance to becoming more humble over the course of the film. Yeah, and for and, some reason, um, I don't know, I really dig, like, we all like Ragnarok, the Ragnarok version of Thor. He's funny, he's goofy, but he's also kind of dumb. This one, he believes what he's saying, you know? he It's arrogance, yes, but also, um, I think this, one of those lines I always think about when I think of, like, the dramatic words is when, like... Um, I don't know. Uh, they go down there, Loki, Thor, and Odin go down to the treasure room, and they say, like, these were the actions of but a few or something. Like, a king must be ready, f- <laughs> must not strive for war. And then Thor said, well, this was an act of war. And it's like, I mean, I can't really present how Chris Hemsworth does it, but it... Me personally, I always like when people act dramatic. I and you that, know, that I might... do like the old timey style that Thor had in this it, maybe the second movie? I don't even remember it, that movie. Uh but, it does sound like but di- yeah, the third one's totally different tone from yeah, because people, then on. Yeah, because people weren't really I don't know. But agreed. It kind of feels Lord of the Rings esque. Yeah. Um Clearly the vibe they're going for anyway is Yeah, and like the dial... Like, I think about the... Like, in the... Like, I feel like if Thor was in Lord of the Rings, he'd be Aragorn or something. Like, one does not simply... Nope, that's not what he would do. Boromir. I'm sorry. I've only seen them once. and dishonor. Okay, Boromir. Dishonor on you. Okay, that doesn't make any... Dishonor on the cow. Okay, go on. Uh, That doesn't actually make any sense because... Thor would have been like, let's go in there! <laughs> okay, th- that's the point, though. Um, he... I'm trying to sound smarter than I am. I don't know what I'm so, going at. <laughs> Thor has this hubris. He says, hey, friends, let's go do something the king specifically did not want us to do. And they're all like, that's dumb. Oh, and yes. they're like, but we'll go with you because we like to fight, too, and we're cool. Preceding that, though, 
the table? Are you gonna bring yeah, up the table? Yes, the table. <laughs> the literal like the meme of like the flipping of the table. Uh <laughs> He flips the table and then immediately after he goes through his friends like, You'll help me. We are good friends. Good good, yes. Who thought a woman couldn't be a warrior? Uh could be a, war- a warrior. And she says like I did. True, but I supported you. Uh <laughs> We're going to your name. <laughs> and and the table was good. Yes. Oh, was it? Because some of the food was on the ground still. Yes, I do. I'm very confused about where yeah, the there, table went. Yeah, there was this happened. scene that I thought that the table was fixed. It, I, I know there's more than one table in that room. There might be. But there it still might doesn't be, make any sense. There might be two tables. Uh, so they go to Jotunheim. They have a really cool fight scene. What? We they skip us. I skipped a moment, so we can go back. Idris Elba, Idris Elba's the best part of the show, yes, because he's like a just a set piece of this universe. Also, they ride horses on to the <laughs> Rainbow <laughs> Bridge. Did. Where did they get the horses from? Are they uh, from Earth? And they've picked them up, and now they live in Asgard. Don't you know that horses are, are just spread throughout the universe, Ben? All the nine realms. No, more than nine. I thought there were nine realms. From what I can tell, I think the nine realms are though, like in Ragnarok. I think it's implied that the nine realms are places that, um, Odin sort of conquered, in a way. I think. Yeah, we'll have to do some more research on that between I'm not this and sh- the second one. Uh, I'm not sure how true that for is. For Marvel, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how true that is for Marvel or actual mythology. Well, mythology, it's wildly different. I know it's wildly so different. I, we're not even going to go Loki gave it. birth to the dog in Ragnarok, people. He turned into a horse. <laughs> he was a horse at one point. Not in the movie. Oh, by the way, oh, we'll talk about the horse in a second. Okay. Um, they do kind of do a cool nod for Odin's horse. But so they go to they yeah, go. Yeah, he has six legs. They talk to Heimdall. Heim Heimdall, right? Yes, Heimdall. And he opens up the Bifrost, and they travel on it to Jotunheim. And there's, it's this broken wasteland, perfect for dark CGI fights. Yes, it looks. What it looks so dark, people. It's really really dark. Imagine and the darkest video game you've ever played. It's the weirdest thing ever, too, because they just knock on the like the gate, pretty much. They're just like, well, there even a, there was no, no gate. No, there's somebody there. They're like, hey, you tried to fight us, Laufey. Uh, Laufey. Oh yes, I'm here. I'm at the gate because that's what the king of the country always does. He lives right near the gate, so he can talk to anybody who comes to the gate. So he goes, and they're like, okay, it's time to fight, and then they all just decide to fight and a bunch of people die ice ice guys obviously yes and i but. think the monster uh that the it, giant uh, dog thing that like can run upside down yeah against like this this like inch thin it's not an inch thin but it's like what did this ca- think what is this chasm there above <laughs> how does jotunheim's like have any walls where do people live what is anything going on yeah it just looks like, like it's, just it's just a giant and i'm not canyon con- of ice and i'm not convinced that this thing isn't a moon <laughs> that's no moon no hey. it is a moon uh endor moon cold, but cold uh, but, uh isn't there a moon near jupiter yeah titan titan there it is jotunheim is titan no titan is infinity war uh, that's a planet. 
actually, I'm not sure. Because oh, I, I'm i not sure. I'm not sure about the comics. We'll because look I only... up. We'll look it up later. Okay, okay, saying. okay. I know in the movies it's not. It's not. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, eventually Odin comes down. He's like... And, and Thor says, We'll take them off together! And he says, Silence! Yeah, he, like, whispers angrily at him. But... Odin's riding a eight-legged horse. I, I, are you sure it wasn't six-legged? It should be eight. That was my hope. And so when I saw multiple legs, I said, oh, there must be eight there. Okay. Because Odin had... Seven. Seven. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll just divide it, average it out. There's a seventh leg on the chest. It just comes straight out. Yeah, it's like one of the tripods from War of the Worlds, Tom it really Cruise. stabilizes the whole thing. Yeah. The, the whisper of silence, he's like, hey, sorry, guys, didn't mean to declare war. <clears throat> but he also didn't bring up, hey, this was a tiny bit of retaliation of what you did earlier when you snuck some folks in. <clears throat> and Luffy's like, oh, well, there's a traitor in your midst. And like, yes, I, I believe you, enemy. Anyway, yeah. that part also doesn't. You're like, yes, person who's trying to kill me, I believe you. Like... Let it sow seeds of doubt and confusion. Yeah. It doesn't, but... Yeah, I mean... And I... It's like... Okay, spoiler alert. We know... Loki let, let them in, right? He let them in before the beginning of the movie, basically. Yes. Before the inauguration of Thor. Uh, <laughs> wow. The coronation. Coronation, that's the word. It's coronation day. That's how I remember. It's Coronation Day. What's From that? Frozen. Okay, I just forgot. Anyway. I haven't seen that movie that many times. Um, yeah, I have children. Yes, you do. Anyway. Uh, so... So he let them in. Yeah, in why? That why did he let them in? Because of his long-burning plan to... Get the throne? Be the throne king guy. Yeah, take the throne. Like, I never thought of this. I don't but know I, if the I whole never... plot it was always his plan, like, or if it took a pivot when he discovered that his his arm turns blue. He does... Or if it maybe. was always the same. Because if it was always the same, and I think, it makes sense. Yeah, and Laufey is actually his dad. Yes, yes. And, um... I... So he lets them in. They... That incites Thor to do this thing, which pretty much declares war... And then Odin's like, hey, you know what? Give me all them powers and your outfit through magic? Anyway. I think they're like, <laughs> I think the costume was like, you don't deserve these accolades. Which is like, I can't remember what he said. Like, you un- It was really, really you cool. Are un- you are, un- huh? It was really awesome, though. Yeah. Like, this you are unworthy of your title. You are unworthy! And he like... I cast Daz, you out! And he like Fusro Daws him to earth. Whoever holds his hammer will ever be worthy will bless the power of Thor. And then it goes, luckily, like 50 miles away. Yeah. Phew. Phew. Glad it didn't go to Jotunheim, you know? Well, he threw it through the same portal. I know. So he clearly wants them to get back together. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he, not like. Well, he's the dad, you know? It's true. Like, I think, other thing I like about this movie is, like, the brother dynamic, like, which you don't really see a lot in media, you know? It's always between the the romantic lead and the, uh, just, 
It's always about romance or stuff. You never see, like... Like... Like, I remember in The Avengers. And... He's... He goes to... Forgive me for my stuttering, people. Um, he go... He goes... He gets sent to Earth by Loki. No, not by he Loki. Does. Thor gets sent to Earth by Odin to get Loki in Avengers. Yes. And eventually he says, like, you you qu- quit doing this, man, and just come home. And it's like, that was, a, that was a nice emotional scene in that movie. And that's something you don't really see a lot. And I like how, like, towards the end when they're, like... I don't you know. It's hard. This for, one, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. My again. I'm sorry, people. If this is too stuttery for you, uh, this is just a mess. I'm kind of sick, too. Yeah, that's okay. So. Yeah, moving on from yeah, that. Yeah, we'll just move on. We'll take a detour. I agree. The brother aspect is really interesting, and you don't like you feel for him, and I think it actually strengthens Loki as a villain more than it. That it's just about, you know, a misguided soul. I hate those as villains. So uh, by Thor- misguided soul, do you mean like um like I think I'm right or I I'm right, but I still know it's evil. Uh yes. I mean It's like it only over time it turned to bad, but I always had good intentions. You know, that kind of stuff. Whereas this guy, he started out, he's like, I want to usurp the throne for my brother. I'm going to let people into the country. Like, I'm going to let terrorists in. Whoops-a-daisy. Yeah. Oh, no, don't go fight them. Father would forbid it. Um, you know, that kind of stuff is great. So, anyway, so the dramatic part happens. Thor gets cast to Earth, and we meet... Gets Jane hit by a car. Gets hit by a car, which Get, is super fun. Gets tased. I'm having a great time in this movie still. It's just as good. It's better than Iron Man 2 at this point, for me. Mm. Easy. Um, you know, I'm not... It can't keep up with Iron Man 1 mm. at, by this point in the movie where he's, like, in the cave. But it's still pretty stinking great. I'm having a great time. Yeah. And we meet Jane Foster and the stupid Darcy and Dr. Selvig. Not a fan. And Darcy. Darcy's okay. I mean, she's doing exactly what her role is, which is to be the little snarky character. The only thing she brings to value is when he when Thor says Mjolnir and he says and she says, Mia Mia, what Mia Mia? That's that's like the one line she got out of me. That was funny. It, yeah. It was something about the six like six college credits. That's true, yeah. She's on an internship, but she's still there by the second movie? Anyway. No, I don't know. She, I, eventually, we'll she, double check. she gets her own intern, actually. Uh, oh, yeah! I forgot about that. Good, because that person's not worth it. <laughs> Sorry, poor, poor intern. Anyway, screw interns. Uh, That's harsh. The people are interns. I don't know any. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's a temporary thing most of the time. Anyway, movie... So, so we meet these people, it's super fun to see the old-timey thought process in the modern era, like he gets the cup of coffee, and, and he was like, delicious, I'll have another! Yeah, and came out in 11, so this is, so eight years on, that scene is still funny. It is, it's just good. And <laughs> I'll have another! Like, everything... And another thing about this is, yeah. a, this is technically, it, it's, 
It doesn't act like it, but it's kind of a fish out of water story. No? Uh, it's yeah, actually, a, no, 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 no. It had the. It's a glorified coming of age story. I yeah, think. it has elements like the coffee thing, but yeah, no. no it's like almost none co- of that. Yeah, I, the thing about it, I'm just dumb. I, no, I think that element is like one of the best parts of the movie. No, I, so I'm just trying to be like one of the other podcast people who are like, oh, I have interesting ideas. Listen to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, there you go. That's how other podcasters be. Yes, they're so, just better at it. As So he's on a quest. He wants to get back home. So he's like, well, let me go get my hammer. Let me get my stuff. And goes and fights a bunch of people, which is fine. The fight in the mud is stupid, if you ask me. But him in the hospital was hilarious. So I'll allow it. Yeah, and... um, I never really noticed this. And I still don't, but, like, apparently Thor's eyebrows were dyed blonde. Oh, it's really obvious. Looking, based on the later movies for this one... I don't remember. I don't... I mean, I don't remember him looking like this, because, like, recently, in, like, Infinity War and Ragnarok, he has a buzz cut and has a different style of beard, I think. Yeah, you kind of let it come in a little bit more. Like, this one's a... was a little tighter. It's more of the traditional look of the Marvel Thor. More beardy. So they've they kind of went away from it, but so he can't get the hammer. He's a failure. He's he bumps into Loki, who tells him, who feeds him a line, tells him lies, and that says, is, "Oh, nobody fa- wants you here." And father is dead. Father died, and I, whatever. I, like he told weird half truths, which is kind like, of. But, which makes sense, but only if you assume someone else is going to come to corroborate those half-truths. Like, why not just tell him anything you want to? Because as soon as the friends come later, they're just like, nope. And he's like, oh. What do you mean? I don't... Like, the... Because, um, like, I remember him saying, like, father is dead. Uh, like, I th- what you're saying is... Mother won't speak to you. Like, the father of dead thing, Odin sleeps pretty much, is very similar to death, and... I honestly don't know. I don't know either, but it looks like he's pretty much, like, he's, he had an intense conversation. Also, and it, he has, like, this force field thing over him, but it doesn't affect... Do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. You can, like, you can get on top of him and basic and attempt to stab him, and he can't do jack. Like, from what I can tell, it's like a... Re- a a recharge pod I guess I think I'm not sure if that's what it is in the comics people in the second one they spend we're not time... experts on the comics <laughs> that's very true in the second one they spend more time talking about how they're not immortals or gods they just have very extended lives so maybe yeah. it's like some life restoration extension health thing no I think I don't know. they do some weird science stuff in it I think I think that he has some magic thing. Like, maybe because he just cast out his son. Maybe it's a mixture of him mm. emotionally, like, a casting him out. That's first, gonna be hard on him right now, Yeah, right? first casting him out, um, then... Didn't even talk to his wife about it. I'm just saying. We don't know. No, he definitely didn't. He had no time to do it. You're right. So he goes there, unless he's like, hey, hon... I'm gonna go cast Oh yeah, because the, they go from Jotunheim back to the Bifrost and they're like, I cast you out, boom! And then he's just like, hey, hon. The wife 
yeah, mom does not care at all. Apparently, and yeah. He's like, oh, I'm glad you're back. Me. Yeah, and but yeah, my theory there is then that maybe physically and emotionally it took a toll on him, <clears throat> and also the fact that he he was talking to Loki at that time where he passes out. Um, which I'm not entirely sure what happened there. Like I'm not sure if they actually ever say. No, they, no, they just, he does kind of call some guards. And no, he it. does. Like what you said before, with the half-truths, he said, your banishment was too much for him. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he just died. And whatever. It's not a big deal, but that made him say, well, I'm going to stay here until I've put in my time. Until I'm, I'm worthy. I can't. Well, I'm exiled forever, pretty much. And so he gets more rooted in place because the only reason the war doesn't happen is if he stays exiled. That's what yeah. he was told. So he's getting his feet wet. Nope. Getting digging his roots in. Getting, his getting feet to know dirty. Jane. It's like, hey, you're really cool. And she's like, you're really cool. And they're both like, we're cool. Also, um, yeah, let's let's say what I have to say for like the nitpick sec- section, really. I yeah. mean, I'm about there because they they do the thing where they say, hey, fans of movies but not of Marvel and comic stuff. We're going to take a second to tell you that science and magic are the same right now so that it's less weird and we're not all about flying magic and weird horns on Loki. on helmets. Yeah, which is like I like that look on Loki, the helmet, you know? I think it's a good look. I don't remember if he actually wears it in Avengers. I'm not sure. I thought he did, it, but his uh, hair is so beautiful. Ugh! You have to let. You him should okay. That, he right? looks full on bad boy in the second one. Yeah, like, he has like this messy hair, his un untucked in shirts and everything. It's just like Matt Damon. Yeah, and then you have the Ragn one of the Ragnarok cheerleaders actually shows him with the helmet on, and not even in the movie. But yeah. So, so they did that thing. Yeah. And then I think the movie goes from being absolutely fabulous to just kind of, hey, we got to wrap it up. I think right after the friends arrive and all of that, right? So they arrive, they say, hey, everything's alive. The automaton destroyer appears. He's like, I'll sacrifice myself. Why? I know that's like what has to happen, but there's been no character development. To show him care about these people more, or being willing Dar- to put himself on the line more, like. But who wouldn't? Like, who wouldn't want to save Darcy? Of course, you want to save Darcy and Mew Mew, and her noticing of Mew Mew. But it was I need a horse. Kind of like, like, of course, that's what had to happen. Yeah, but it. it was just like a sudden jump, and after that, it's like, oh, and then the hammer notices that he's sacrificing himself, so no. he flies away. No. Why does he fly? Uh, because what is the hammer? Because fly? Odin cries a single tear, and because <laughs> what? And that like undoes the spell, that, and so no, it's like back? he basically died. I think Thor basically died, and then Thor cries the tear. I think Odin recognizes his worthiness and gives him his uh, hammer back. So basically, it's the ending of Tangled. Uh. Wow. 
Okay. So Odin magically says, hey, Hammer, go back there and do your thing. And I think from that all the way until the fight with Loki, like, well, I guess the twist with um, villain's name, Laufey. Yes, Laufey. Not at all Loki. Laufey. Just different names. Don't don't even think. Okay, about this it. is my okay. Blame the Norse people. Uh, uh, blame <laughs> the Norway. Nor, nor blame the Norwegians. Norwegians? There's a nation of Norway. Yes, Norwegians. So uh, we clearly just lost all our viewers yeah, from Norway. We are, oh man, all three. They'll be sad. No, all negative four. Negative four now. But for Thor. the. The movie really, from there to the end, it's just like, well, we gotta wrap up pieces. Thor's gotta be nice. He gets his outfit. Hey, I'll see you later, girl. Let's kiss for no reason. Can we know each other for like three days? Also, we've completely ignored the uh, shield in this movie. Yeah. Well, it it, like set up some tunnels around the hammer. and. Yeah, we got a brief cameo from Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, I Which, forgot about... But he didn't do anything. You're right, he didn't. Why didn't he shoot an arrow or something? I don't know. At just least s- in anger. Extremely accurately. Can I just say that it's funny that he grabs a gun, puts it down, and then grabs his arrows? How did that make that any so sense? Dumb. I mean, I know you're good with a bow and arrow, but that means you have good accuracy. I'm just saying if you're magically good with an arrow, I s- then... Like, I don't whatever. know what the history of Hawkeye is in the movie universe... But let's be serious. Arrows, quieter assassin tool. It's true. But I don't know if you watched a movie, but if you put a silencer on them, they just go... You're right. But guess what? Silencers in real life do nearly... Okay. From from short range. You cannot... That's, you cannot kill not, someone in a crowded room with a silencer. Well, you can't. I'm just saying that I know, you're saying. in a movie, if we're in movie land... You're right, you're in movie land, but come on, people. But, yes, they, just like in Iron Man 2, they brought in another character of the Avengers who will never get their own movie. As far as I know. I don't think so, but... I mean, I'm not convinced that he won't make an appearance in the Black Widow movie. And and that's already been slated in, like, Phase 4 or something? Uh, I think they're going to begin production on it later this year. Oh, okay. I mean, sure, let's watch it. I just don't... But, yeah. So, we we get that tie-in, we get S.H.I.E.L.D. Get Coulson. Coulson does this dumb thing where he's like, oh, where'd you get your training from, huh? Afghanistan, Germany, Honolulu. Yeah, it was just like, what are we doing right now? We all know... Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) You came from space Norway, and so there's, there's no way... That it would be any of those things. I don't you, know who that's for. You know, you know what? Uh, we've seen Coulson. Okay, as of now, we've seen Coulson in the trailers for Captain Marvel. We know he. We know that Coulson has seen flying people. <laughs> that's true, but he's never seen Thor fly. You're right, but he's seen space things. That's true. I'm very. They'll probably do some weird retcon thing about that. Uh, they'll pro- Anyways, they'll, they'll Men in Black mind wipe him. Why isn't that? Ooh, why, yeah. Why hasn't there been a Men in Black movie set in the nineties? Wasn't there one? No, oh, there's one in the seventies when they went back in time. In the third one, Six, 69 Sixties. because it, oh, the, moon. the moon. There it is. Okay, 
Sorry for that. <laughs> all right, well, Hemsworth is going into the next Men in Black movie, so... Yep. It all, it all comes full circle, people. Uh, so this character thing happens, the big twist of Laufey gets in to kill the king. Just kidding, this was all an elaborate gets, play. Like, full and on... he gets murdered. Dude. Full on sits above his stomach. That is not an efficient way to kill someone. It's an it's and it's also like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> this is a dignified way to murder your enemy. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Uh, and so the big twist is it's all a performance, so Loki can prove to Odin how dedicated he is and how he should be the king. Watch me blow up Jotunheim. I think yes, but also I believe that he was also doing it because like. See, Father, I am worthy of respect or something. I, like, even after our tussle, our fight, our clashing of words, uh, I still love you. And it shows... I love you enough not to let you die. And that that must that's be, that, sh- that should tell you something. That's very true. I, it also says, hey, I'm, I don't care about my past. Watch me kill my actual father. It's a little intense. Yeah. Just saying, watch out, Odin. You know? I mean, I know it doesn't work out for Odin eventually anyway, but... Yeah, he has like five years left. He like turns to dust or whatever. Yeah, he Luke Skywalker's away. Yeah, he does. But Even though that came first. I, actually, it was a long time ago. Ragnarok came first. I'm saying Star Wars happened a long time ago. Shut your face hole. <laughs> That was funny. So the Bifrost is turned on to max power. And they start. There's a giant ice tree that comes in, which looked really cool, that's just going to continue to shoot the Bifrost until the planet To be specific, the lightning around it freezes. It was really cool. You're right, but come on. It was super cool. It's the Bifrost. That's all. Okay, moving on. Like, which I, which I think Thor was Thor has the fight. The fight is cool. He's mostly like, "Hey, brother, what are we doing here?" He's like, "It's too late for that." And then the Loki does his cool multiplying visual power thing, and Thor's just like, "Punch the ground." I have an idea. Hit the ground. Good thing he wasn't on. Good thing Loki wasn't on the side of the bridge with no arm rail. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's so many chances where that could have gone anyway. Then he puts the hammer on top of his chest. Which was great, because it was the start of funny jokes about the hammer. I yes. don't know if it was supposed to be funny at the time. I think... Because doesn't he just go and, like, that it's, stomps it's... really hard and breaks the bridge? No, he... No, he just goes in and, like... No, he walks over to the edge, and then he uh, summons the hammer to come oh, forward. And then he, start, then he starts hammering. Forgot. yeah, and it was really noble and brave. So from the time he sacrifices himself to this time, this character makes sense. And then the movie before it makes sense. But the two together don't really make sense. Because why would he blow the thing up? But also, how does that impact the Bifrost from existing? Right? Doesn't Odin still have full control over the Bifrost? Actually, and, like, the bridge was just, like, a channeling of the power to make it more convenient? Somewhat, but also no. Because there's several things. Because 
that have said like, oh, he, he, I've seen videos that are like, here are ten Marvel plot holes that aren't actually plot holes. Like in the fir- in the first Avengers, Thor comes down. It's like, but wait, wasn't the bridge broken? And then there's a line in there that said like, how much dark magic did Odin have to summon for to get you here? And then in Infinity War, um, uh, what's his name? Idris Elba. He says, let the dark magic flow through me one last time. And that's when he sends Hulk down. Mm-hmm. So, clearly, um, I think, like, the Black Frost works with that sword. You put the sword in, it's a key, and then yes. you turn it. It's literally a key. Mm-hmm. And then it works. So, I'm not sure, I, 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 don't, I won't pretend to know this, but I feel like... Um, Odin can do it by himself, but yes. it takes a lot out of him. And I think after that, he actually did have to go into the Odin sleep again. Mm. Well, I will say that later on, when Thor gets Storm... Stormbreaker. Breaker, it, control, it has power to control the Bifrost. Yes. And so that's how he can teleport to and from. But... The Bifrost is just an essence in the universe? Maybe. Anyway, so he destroys this thing. It binds so us. Noble. It penetrates us, Ben. It's, it's all around us. It's, it's all around us. I'm Ringo. That's even worse than my Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> the Bifrost. It's Come all on, John. Us. Come on, John. We're the Beatles. Am I even alive? I don't know. Ringo's still alive. Don't say that. I don't know these things. He could be dead tomorrow. So... In conclusion, having watched the movie, um, well, and then there's the little after scene. I forgot. We gotta wrap that up, too. Yes, the ending scene is like he... Dr. Selvig. Dr. Selvig is... That shield, or something, and he's underground, and like, oh, it's coming out of a labyrinth. I thought you were trying to kill me. And then Nick Fury doesn't respond like, eh. Anyway, sir, um... And he shows him, like, uh, history tells us one thing, legend another. Sometimes it breaks in between. Um, Perfection. Yeah, I know, it's great. Um, And then he shows him the Tesseract, which at this point in the timeline we'd know nothing about. It's true. Which actually, in the comics, this cube thing, completely different thing. Really? Yes, I think it's called... Oh, what's it called? I don't remember. But it's like the cube of... It's like... The Cosmic Cube. That's what it's called in the comics. And I don't think it's an Infinity Stone in the comics. Did they... Is the Tesseract an Infinity Stone? No. Originally, anyway? Or are they still stretching it even further? Like, the movies do whatever they want. Very true. Like, in... Like, in the... We'll get to Iron Man 3 eventually, but... In that the Mandarin one is like Asian, not. Oh, it was super amazing that they chose that villain because he's so racially insensitive, and so everyone was well, like, "Well, they did How it. Can they do this?" And okay, they, we'll get to that. We'll choices. get to that later. But my point is, they made changes one to make it seem like a more credible threat in today's time because back when the Mandarin was written, we were in like the Vietnam War, I think. Ooh, even worse. Yeah, and. Um, the Korean War? Something like that. 
anyway, I'm probably the Vietnam War because yeah, that's War actually that, yeah, that's actually where Iron Man actually crashed. Really, that's in like, Vietnam. Uh, something like that. He was in some cave in the Orient. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So, the uh, so we see the tesseract. Yeah. And it looks like Loki is controlling Doctor Selvig's mind. Yes. It's like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Wager. Yeah. Something. Some, yeah. Something. He's like, I'll say the things you just said, implying mind control. Even though in Avengers, he just straight up gets his spear and mind controls him. Yeah, well, he's got a smart mind, so it takes multiple minds. Yeah, I could, I could attempts. agree with that. But also, you know what? Maybe that's how he knew where the Tesseract was, even though how did he find him in the first place? <laughs> so many, like, why would you pick Dr. Selvig so- as the mind control piece? And if which he had never met, which he had never met. Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna choose a random doctor. How about the one who likes this? Well, I mean, maybe you hear. How about the guy who likes boilermakers? Maybe they're talking about (laughs) Thor, and he's like, oh, that guy. And then I don't know. Well, didn't he get the staff as a gift from Thanos? From Thanos. Yes. So there had to be some time. Not a gift. It was a tool. It was a tool. Yeah, something like a loner or a tool. To conquer Earth. Yeah. Like, I think he actually went... That's another thing we need to talk to the Avengers about. Like, Thanos setting these people to Earth. Like are going to that... do, like, a double one for Endgame to talk about Thanos before the movie, and then Thanos in the movie. Yeah, we... Well, okay. I think that's the best way to cover it. Okay. We'll figure that out. I'm not sure if this has been very clear, this episode. I feel like it's been pretty scattered. I feel like if people downvote this podcast which i don't even know if you can do but if you could i bet people would um (laughs) i like smash that like button subscribe (laughs) subscribe yeah so to wrap it up i think thor was a one of my favorite marvel movies until avengers until the inevitable self-sacrifice i thought up until that point i was having a really good time and then it like it was too sappy. Of course, it was going to happen. It just didn't take the jumps necessary for the character change that was required for the movie to progress. Like it didn't really happen. He didn't earn it. He just like decided to be a good guy all of a sudden and humble and and thoughtful and uh, you know learn from his father more. Like that, all that stuff just decided to happen. He didn't like decide to do that thing. It just occurred. Yeah. So. So I'd give it. Three Mew Mews out of five. Three Mew Mews, so six out of ten. Six Mew Mews. I don't know. I think six, six, six and a half, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I will give this... I will give this the same as you, a 6.5 left-handed Infinity Gauntlets out of ten. There we go. I. It was... Overall, it's just fine. I think the first phase is a little rocky no matter what. So, Iron Man 2, surprisingly enjoyable. It, like, the whole first phase is rocky. I don't care what you say. You haven't seen, like, you haven't watched uh, the first Avenger yet. <laughs> you haven't seen that in a while. The first Avengers? No. Uh, oh. Captain America. Captain America. And that's what we're watching next, right? Yeah. There it is, so tune in next time. Tune in next time on the road to Endgame.